Hi, this is Mary Ellen Lucas, author of Are You Still Mine? Since the book has been published and sold, uh, many people have had a lot of questions regarding it. Maybe the next three segments will help all of you out. The book itself is a large book, granted it's 1,082 pages, but that should not intimidate you. With regards to why I wrote the book or what the book is about, well, the book answers those questions by itself. But let's take a look at it from an author's perspective, what I was thinking, what I wanted to do. This book, Are You Still Mine? If you look at the cover, you see two very important images. You see an apple with a bite out of it. You see two people, a couple, who um, stand for Jesus and Mary Magdalene. And if you notice, their tears are red because it was a sacrificial love. Are you still mine? Is a question that has, is, evokes feelings of what Jesus may be saying to Mary Magdalene, what Mary Magdalene may be saying to Jesus throughout the history and throughout eternity. It also evokes a question for us, for the reader, and for all people. Are you still mine? Maybe a question that you've had in your heart that God is asking you. Are you still mine? Maybe a question that the reader or you personally have asked God. All of these questions, especially these that you hold in your heart, need to have answers because you could ask a question, but it does nothing for your self-esteem. It does nothing for your heart. If there isn't someone there to answer you, you need a receptacle. You need a connection. You could stand and say to yourself, I look pretty. But unless someone says it to you, it that doesn't mean anything. You need that receptacle. You need a conversation. So when I wrote this book, just based on the cover alone, I wanted to evoke conversation. Why did I choose this cover? I chose this cover because it begins with Adam and Eve and the first bite of the apple which made them human. They were transcendental beings, and at one part of their life, at one point in their life, they decided they're going to opt for a physical life. That physical life was started, originated with them, and is where we are right now. The couple, Jesus and Mary Magdalene, and their sacrificial love for each other, are who took us back to the transcendental world. They took the physical and they restored once again a transcendental life for us. Just like Adam and Eve had before they became physical human beings, this explains now what happened in the meantime and how to get back to the promise that God will make all things new. 
the book itself, if you begin reading it from cover to cover, really will enlighten you because it is a transcendental book. It's organic. It's going to become part of you. From the time you begin to the time you end reading this book, you will start to live it. You will start to think of it. You will believe more in yourself. You will be an enlightened person. You'll have better perspective on your own life, on your own life. And along the way, have questions answered that you've carried within your heart for years. Everyone wants to know the purpose of their life. Everyone wants to feel that they mean something, not just to people, but to God. Whether you want to believe there's a God or not, the ultimate answer, the ultimate good feeling, the ultimate love is one that everyone searches for. They just want to know that they're loved, that they're not just a number out there, that what they're doing in their life, whether it's going to school, going to work, being a mom, being a dad, a sister, a brother, anything means something to someone. So rather than what some people say, I don't believe in God, rather than not believe in God, they will look for these answers with other people. We're a human family. It's natural for us to talk to someone. The difference in talking to people, even a good friend or a close relative, the difference is they don't have the answers. And they're not perfect. God, on the other hand, is perfect. God has the answers. But sometimes we're just too afraid that God won't answer. We're too afraid that we are so unimportant in this world. How could an a deity, an entity, someone as magnificent as a God could think we are something? when all along we've always been that special person. Sadly, because of issues with religions, especially established with religions, and uh, spiritualities that have failed over the years, people have lost trust that there is an absolute, a perfect, an almighty being out there that cares. So, therefore, this book, in hopes of reaching your heart, is very large, trying to encompass those things that perhaps you have been thinking about or wondered about or perhaps even have answers to in your heart regarding God are in here. Maybe to reaffirm or confirm feelings that you had, maybe the answers that you got from one or another established religion or spirituality really didn't help. So now, perhaps this will. Perhaps the laws and the belief system that was offered to you, you just couldn't accept. You just couldn't believe. Perhaps in a Christian faith or um, in the Catholic faith, you just couldn't grasp 
what was happening from the time of Adam and Eve until now, until or perhaps before present time, and let's just go to up to and including the crucifixion, why God would give his son away to be killed. What father would do that? Why is there pain and suffering? Why is it every day you wake up, you don't want to continue on? Maybe something in your life is one thing after another keeps eating away at you that you're just not important or perhaps you just can't do it. Most of these things, if you knew there was a God or an absolute being, someone, the one person that really knows you could answer a few of these questions, you could get rid of a lot of these feelings of insecurity and hurt. Perhaps there'll be one page in this book out of 1,082 pages that just may answer that question. What if all along you've been Catholic, maybe Christian or whatever? There's so many other faiths, so many other religions, so many spiritualities. But maybe in your heart, let's just take, for example, the person of Jesus. You love him. But there's just things that don't work for you. Perhaps you learned them in Sunday school or through your parents or going to church. And then all of a sudden, all these things are thrown at you that just don't make sense. Perhaps that's the reason you pulled away. Because the God or Jesus that you imagined or imaged in your mind didn't come close to the love that they said he had for you. Perhaps the love you were told that Jesus had for you turns up being a God of punishment. Catholic schools, for example, would punish children severely for doing things that kids would do. So trying to image Jesus that way and then hearing that Jesus says, love everyone or I love you just doesn't fit in this picture. Something's wrong. You hear these things from pulpits and you try to make it work for you, but in reality it doesn't, so you pull away. First you pull away from church and religion, and then you pull away from maybe God altogether. So then your life becomes one that is guided and and you are advised by just another human being. Not that doctors or nurses or people in those healthcare um, situations, all these professionals aren't helpful. What I'm saying is that if you had a spirituality that answered your questions, they... Sorry about the interruption, but my little grandchild came knocking at the door, wondering what I was doing. But healthcare professionals, people there for us, got these gifts 
from God. They didn't just wake up one morning knowing these things. They chose it because of what they felt in their heart that they wanted to do. So, but with a center, with a heart based in spirituality, make a big difference because now you're not just relying on the capability of another human being but you have a template inside that can grab on to the good grab on to those things that will make a difference for you and you won't forget them there's always a trigger where uh, maybe a word a phrase a look that stays with us. And if those are positive aspects of a conversation or some moment, it will stay with you and you will remember. And what you're going to do with that is unlearn those things that caused you a problem in the first place. It could have been a teaching that you heard that was so wrong to you, that hurt you so badly that you can now go back to that moment and make a new memory because that's the difference in just abiding by a purely human consciousness and going into a transcendental where you could correct those things in your heart and more especially in your mind. So this book is designed to help you to understand how to do that. It's there to help you see the difference between living a purely human life without religion or spirituality or a religion or spirituality that keeps you locked into this human consciousness or a choice of going further and being enlightened. Enlightenment is a word that's been tossed around for a long time, but people really don't have an understanding of it. So this book, in an attempt to show you that there are better things, there is a better way of thinking, there are answers to your questions, also helps develop a spirituality within you that is yours. You pattern, you make the template for your spirituality. This is a guide. It's a guide to help you get answers to questions so that you could make your life better. It's a guide to teach you how to make them better. And it's a guide to show you the type of person you truly are and the difference that just changing something about your life, one little thing, maybe as small as smiling at a person who has done nothing but hurt you, could make. These little gestures, these little things can't be done, however, unless you have a faith that supports it. And this faith is what carries you through life. So if you haven't read the book and you're staring at it and you think it's too much to read, take the book, open it to whatever page you open it to, and read, even if you only read a paragraph. Maybe tomorrow, open up another part. Take a look at it. Maybe it'll cause you to 
or ignite something within you to read something else. These books, though, to get the full feeling of transcendentalism, says to start from the beginning to the end, doesn't mean you have to start that right now. Pick a page, read it. Eventually, I guarantee you'll have read the whole book. So let's start there. If you haven't read the book, don't let the size scare you. If you want, just read the table of contents. If you don't, buy the book and let it sit there. The picture alone may just do something to show you that sacrifice in this world is not bad. And that these two people who loved each other so much reversed what the first two people had done, not out of a bad choice, out of perhaps looking for another way to love. So let's take a look at the book, open it, go to a page, see what you think, hold on to it. It could take you a month, it could take you 10 years, it could take whatever, but isn't that what life is? When we're learning something new, there's no timetable on that. Some people say, if I knew then what I know now, well, guess what? You could go back and redo those things now and make them better. Heal your heart, heal your mind. Give yourself a chance. Give yourself something back. You deserve it. It's something as human beings we crave and often think we can't get back, but we can. It doesn't matter at what point in your life that you try to change. What affects us is the unwillingness to try. So think about it. Open the book. Take a chance. You just may like it. You just may change your opinion about yourself. It could be the best thing you've done that you have done for yourself. Make today your New Year's Eve. Try and look at things from a different perspective. Not out of fear, not out of worry. Maybe for the first time, just grounding yourself in something. The world's going to throw these things at us, these pandemics, uh, scandals, you name it. Maybe your workplace, maybe a person who doesn't like you, maybe anything, no money, you lost your job, you lost your business. Maybe for the first time, look at it and see what is it that God's doing for you. Many people succeeded failing first, and maybe it's the push that you need to show yourself that you for once in your life, are capable of anything. Thank you.